When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dow may be crumbling, but we are a Jonesin to bring you some red hot Bears talk. As the beloved has made a lot of trade and free agency noise over the last week. Also coming up, did Gray Balls take home a championship? If you've been following our Instagram account, you know the answer to that. How will Bill eulogize the Illini's hoops team, whose dreams were cut short by coronavirus causing March sadness? All that and more on Season 2, Episode 3 of Zero Doinks. Buckle up, we're here for a little bit of fun. Ah! Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Season 2, Episode 3, Zero Doinks. The world is absolutely normal right now because the Bears are making some moves. We're going to talk about that in this episode. Dan, how are you? Pretty normal? Oh, nothing's changed here. Yeah, everything's great. Everything's just fucking great. Just living the dream. Having a hams, I'm back on the sauce, baby. Back on the sauce, and it's going down real smooth. It looks very natural. I'm seeing you take a big swig of it right now. I... I don't know about you, Dan, but I cannot wait to get to Davy No Behaviors on Friday to watch some March Madness. Oh, it's gonna it's, be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be electric. Dave Madness, I can't wait. His real low ceilings. I can't wait to bump my head at least twelve times after having many hams. But yeah, can't wait to gamble on it. Thank you, JB Pritzker, for getting that up and running in plenty of time for March Madness. That's gonna be hot. That's right. The timing is perfect. I mean this is this is what we've been waiting for for a long time. You know, get out, get with some friends, a lot of high fives, a lot of hugs, a lot of hoops, and a lot of hams. This is a great week. NFL free agency kicking off. Bears making some red hot moves. And God, life is great, Dan. Life is absolutely amazing. Life is so good. Obviously, uh, obviously we kid, we kid. But uh, you know, in all seriousness, the Bears are at least doing something to keep our minds off of what's going on. So. I thank you, Ryan Pace, for better or worse. Some of it's not great. Some of it's okay. And some of it's awesome. So we got it all. We got it all. We got it all. We're going to talk about it. All of it. We are going to keep your ears busy, loyal Zero Doinks listeners. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it during these very, very normal times. We'll see you next segment. Wash your hands. baby season two episode three 23 michael jeffrey jordan yes thank god they're bringing they're bringing it out the uh the 10 part documentary Ooh. early right Are did they? you hear that I, yeah i don't know I, I think it was oh, like a, great news enough pressure i think 
end of this month, so maybe oh, not wow. quite yet. But what else is ESPN going to show at this point? But uh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fucking sweet. So yeah. Uh, all right, sidebar here. My kids, uh, we had we have family movie night on Fridays. Uh, and they they said we picked a movie for you, Daddy, this week. I'm like, oh, all right. I sh- thought it was gonna be fucking Frozen again or some stupid shit like that. They picked Space Jam. Oh, nice. I, I was maybe one of the greatest gifts they've ever given me. I, we we all loved it, and they've since watched it like five more times. So that's amazing. I'm real had proud you seen of it. Before it had no? been many many years. Pretty terrible. Uh, Actually, no, it's awesome. I don't know why I said that. It's <laughs> it's dumb, but awesome yeah. all at the same time. MJ, uh, not as horrible of an actor as I would have guessed. Okay. I Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through, but, you know, we... You know, in Chicago, you have to, otherwise you're kicked out of the city. Yes. Um, R. Kelly yeah. involved? Yep, yep. I believe I... I believe I can fly... I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Okay. Uh, Spread okay. the fly in. <laughs> visit ye. I don't know. Shit. I fucked that up. I was trying yeah, to think what of a, a rhyme. What a scumbag. Yeah, when, when yes. he, that song came out, I just looked over at uh, Jordan Doinks and I was like, whoops. Can't hear that song anymore. Okay. So th- this is Ben's Space Jab Talk. All right, so we want to talk about the big news of the day as we're recording this Tuesday. Nope, Wednesday. Shit. Um, big Dick Nick. He's coming, baby. Oh, is he coming? <laughs> coming to Chicago. Coming in and all around Chicago. Big Dick Nick. Let me get your thoughts first. Okay. Um, so mixed thoughts, uh, as I'm sure a lot of Bears fans have as well. I was you know sniffing around the rumors of bears are interested in cam newton after the panthers signed teddy bridgewater to a bazillion dollars but yeah so i was talking myself into cam newton yep not knowing if it would make any sense for the bears whatsoever or if his foot fell off or whatever but i was totally talking myself into it and then not you know probably like 10 minutes later on twitter uh, i think you sent me a text actually in our group with some of the gray balls um the uh uh yeah bears traded fourth round comp pick to the jags for nick Foles, and i at first i thought uh it's a little disappointing but then i thought thank for sorry so that was my first thought second thought thank god it's not andy dalton yep and third thought was huh is he going to come in as the potential starter is it going to be a legit competition or is it going to be a backup to mitch so those are my those were all of my thoughts all at once and I feel better about it as the day's gone on. General, that's just my general thoughts. What about you, Dan Doikes? Well, let's be honest. Like we're we're Bears fans. We will talk ourselves into anything. So I feel the same way. I, I and I know I'm doing it. Like the minute you, you hit it right on the head. I I'm glad they didn't stretch for it. A fourth ground, a fourth ground, fourth round comp pick. It doesn't seem bad at all for Nick Foles, and I think the Jags are picking up a big chunk of his money, right? So this seems like if you wanted a true competition for Mitch, this seems like kind of the best option out there if if you really are serious about, you know, make trying to figure out trying to make each other better to figure out who will come out on top. Because if you bring in Cam, which I also talked myself into, which I that would have been my go to. 
you know, he was he was going to be the starter, and I would have probably been okay with that. But like you said, who knows if he's missing one to seven feet. Um, <laughs> I feel like it was a Rick Fieldsman joke somewhere in there. Yep. But, uh, you know, it's it, it's funny. <sighs> I, I just – I really hope at the end this doesn't steer them away from taking a quarterback in the second round. Like, there's no harm in making it a three-way competition. You know, I don't know. I think, what do we have, three three years of Big Dick Nick? Maybe yes. two, maybe two max. We got one maybe of Mitch. So, they're technically kind of all on short-term deals here. So, I just hope this doesn't steer them away from, from looking in that direction. And, obviously, Jalen Hurts is still my guy. You take him, then you have a at least a room of potentials that that if you know let's say mitch ends up figuring it out then maybe you could flip fulls i I don't know who he's been around so much that i don't know that he (laughs) that's what worries me is if nick Foles is so good why has he been on like a thousand teams and the and the connection with the naggy connection from years ago who gives a shit like things have changed a lot of things have changed since then so I just, but you said it. I was worried that it was going to be Andy Dalton all along, and that would have pissed me off. <laughs> I would have been so mad. Yeah, yeah. At least, the, yeah. Congratulations, Nick Foles. You are not Andy Dalton, so you're being welcomed with semi-open arms. But we can't touch you. Social distancing. But, um, <laughs> uh, but any anywho, yeah. You mentioned the connection of Nagy. He did coach him in Kansas City. Bill Lazor. Uh, coached him with the Eagles, oddly enough, and John DiFilippo worked with him both in Philly and in Jacksonville. So that I do like that aspect of it if they are all coming to kind of a uh, play-calling offensive system consensus, if you will. Odds are Foles is going to know the offense better than Mitch the second he walks in whenever they're allowed to actually practice, thanks to all the shit. But um, So that that's a big positive. That's where Foles makes a lot more sense than – Dalton or really almost anybody else I guess right okay so is I agree I think that having like coaches who've been on staffs with ex-quarterbacks I think that's way overrated who cares I mean (laughs) those guys have also been canned from their respective teams so what the fuck do they know it's just like Nick they've been moving around so you know I don't have a ton of confidence in that yeah well, all right, so who's better, uh, Foles or Mitch? I mean, I feel like they're almost identical. Like, if you were to rank the top 32 potential starters, Foles obviously had that playoff run that was incredible that gives him more credibility. He's only, outside of Philadelphia, he's been kind of shitty. I, that gives you pause, right? But, right. So, I feel like if Mitch played as long as Foles did in the league, they'd probably be about equal. But, but Foles gets Foles. You, you got to give him credit for winning a uh, Super Bowl. Obviously, I'm not trying to take that away. So I, I don't know. I honestly, I do think it's a true, a true competition. Hopefully, assuming Pace doesn't like put his thumb on the scale and say that Mitch has to start Week One Nagy, which I, I don't see. Ha- I don't see Nagy putting up with that bullshit. I mean, Nagy's got to win this year. Yeah, I think Nagy's done with Mitch, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, it's tough to gauge. I mean, I think if if 
what Pace wanted to do was give Mitch a true competition, and this is about as close as you can get it. I don't know that I love it necessarily because we're going to have – it's probably good for the podcast because we're going to talk about it nonstop for whenever the season starts, whether that be in September or 2022. But we're going to be talking about it nonstop, and it's going to get real annoying. That's what That's my worry is it's going to be like two shitty quarterbacks, and we're like, ah, fuck it, just throw someone out there and figure it out. So – I'm going to keep saying it, Jalen Hurts, at least throw him in the mix. At least he's a young guy, and maybe you got he's a winner. You got someone who maybe has something in him, and he's young, and at worst you trade him if Mitch or Nick Foles figures it out. But I think at this point, if you if the season started today, I would I would throw Foles into the mix as a starter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he, he has earned it more than Mitch, uh, if you look at their careers right. for sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think if if you took pace out of it, my guess is Nagy would agree. Um. But this, I mean, it it is it's it's a perfect scenario in that it could light a fire under Mitch's ass if anything is going to. Um. And he could legitimately win the job. Mitch could. It's not like he'd be much worse than than Foles. But at the same time, nobody's really gonna bat an eye if if uh, if Foles comes in can I say bat these days by the way I feel like I can't um Foles comes in (laughs) and wins the job nobody's gonna be pissed (laughs) no I don't yeah I think strictly from a football IQ standpoint Foles is uh, we already know is way out of Mitch because I think Mitch might be the dumbest quarterback in the league I mean, God bless the guy, but I don't think he's got the football. So, I mean, I'm definitely not a smart man myself, Forrest. Oh, wait, why would Forrest Gump be saying that to himself? Uh, but I think Mitch is just Tom a, Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks, Tom, everybody. Oh, oh, oops. God get, damn it, we can't avoid it. Get well, Tom. Your your son, Chet, is worried about you. Um, I don't know. I think Foles is probably the go-to to start the season. I, I've talked to myself into Big Dick Nick. We want to talk about how he supposedly has yeah. a giant penis. Say it. Say <laughs> it. <laughs> I, think you just, I, I think you just did, but do you, know, do you remember where that came from, so to speak? No, I don't. I don't. I just know that's been going around forever, that he's just he's playing with a fire hose in his pants. But I don't know. Good for him. I mean, that can't help Mitch out at all, right? think so no do you think that's going to ruin the physical whenever they're allowed to have that when he flies in is that gonna is that gonna affect Mm. anything can he if he can't fit in his his bear's pants he might yeah trade might be no yeah well here (laughs) here's the other thing when all these quarterbacks are sort of moving around it seemed sort of telling i think cordero patterson and maybe Robinson were sort of chirping on Twitter about like, hey, come join the bear. It was like, yeah, sort of uh, what they call it, subtweeting. Subtweeting is that a thing? Kids say, Uh, stay home, kids. By the way, if you're listening, don't go on spring break. These, they were like subtweeting, like, oh, what are you doing, Teddy Bridgewater? Where are you going? Hey, where are you going, big guy? Come on, maybe you want to come to Chicago? Give me a call. It's like that can't make Mitch feel great, right? So right. I, that's got to be just an upgrade that these guys don't have to uh they're they're maybe no they're not stuck with Mitch any longer so 
I don't know. I'm a Bears fan. I've talked myself into it. Yeah, Big Dick I Nick. Think, I think we both put him as our week one starter in, I'm guessing, October of 2022. Um, so, Shiel Kapadahaya of The Athletic. Uh, do you, I don't know how to pronounce that. That was... I don't even know. I don't even know what you were trying to say. Say it again. So it's Sheil Kapadia. So he writes about the NFL for the Athletic. Okay. He previously covered the Eagles for the Athletic, and he also uh, he was in the band the Eagles. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He is or was Don Henley. I think he wears his face as a mask, like face off Nick Cage. so he he just gave a quick grade of the um, of the trade. He gave the Bears a B and he gave the Jaguars a C minus. He said, "I could not. It's hard for me to give the Jags any credit just for moving on from fools." And he said the Bears. He said it made sense to him because Bears might be committed to giving Trubisky another chance in in training camp, right? Um, so that makes sense. And you were talking about salaries. It's it, that's a confusing part. I don't know. Something may have come out while we're uh, while we're chatting on Wednesday evening, but because um, his original deal was four years, eighty-eight millions of Jags, eighty millions, eighty-eight million, <laughs> and the Jags paid a ton of that, I think. Yeah. And he's due base salaries of fifteen point one and fourteen point nine over the next two seasons. But then it says in parentheses his twenty twenty salary is guaranteed. So I don't know what his 2020 hmm. salary is. Uh, it's confusing. So maybe yeah. maybe the cap hits low for the Bears this year and then higher in the next two years, I guess. Okay. Okay. That's still pretty low, though, for like, you know, I mean, Bridgewater's getting $20 million plus a year. Foles will be under that. Yeah. Quarterbacks get paid I'm, a ton. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. It's This has been a kind of an awesome offseason for quarterbacks. I was thinking about it today. You know, the guys who are left out there, the two big ones are – it's going to be Jameis and uh, Cam. I mean, do we want to talk about those guys now, or we want to we want to we'll, wrap this up? Let's scoot it into the next. Yeah, let's, all right. Let's, let's do let's that. Wrap this right. up, and we'll do um, we'll do more free agency talk in the next segment, both Bears and NFL related. It is gonna be hot. Stock up on some toilet paper. episode three season two it is red hot follow us on instagram and twitter at zero doinks communicate with us our mentions were smoking hot a lot of people must be working from home and whatnot the nfl free agency has started the bears have been active as has the rest of the nfl goodell gives zero fucks about the world he said let's get free agency rolling this week guys and Dan, I'm sure, has a lot of thoughts on what's been going on. Dan, what do you think about all the movement? All right, I got some thoughts, especially with the uh, tight end pickup. Let's let's talk about that first, but real quick. Oh. Hams. All right, I'm going to need to slap down some hams here to talk about Jimmy fucking Graham. Mm. That, was, yeah. uh, th- that was the start of the Bears free agent moves. And let's just say your old pal Dan here was not very happy. I still don't understand it. I know he said in the last segment we can talk ourselves into anything. That one that one puzzles me. I mean, what do we give him? Like 
10 million 10 million a year or something crazy like that i should have looked it up uh, honestly well, i don't know I'm not, sure. I'm not, not sure. big research guys think we said that in season one episode one yeah i <laughs> he's jimmy graham hasn't been good since i don't know like his second year in the league which was i think 1984 so <sighs> This is it was a fucking stretch for Ryan Pace. It's his love of anything Saints, you know. I don't, was Jimmy Graham even on that Super Bowl? He, no, he hasn't been around that long to be on the Super Bowl team. That was fucking forever ago. Uh, I mean, 2010 was his rookie year with the Saints. So okay, I don't. So know. no, no, right? Wasn't uh, who? God damn it. I don't research. know. You know what? Who gives a shit about the past? I feel like he's hanging on to anything Saints related, and that that pisses me off. This is a fucking stretch. I feel like you could assign him to a one-year deal, and it could have been for fucking peanuts, but I don't understand how he fits peanuts. in <laughs> peanuts. Oh, oh, we'll talk about you later. Hot seat. You, <laughs> but Jimmy Graham is trash. I mean, he's absolute fucking garbage. And I don't, I don't know that it's totally his fault because I feel like tight ends go to die in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. So that's not all on him. But he's also just constantly hurt as well. He's like captain questionable every fucking week. And he's just he's unreliable. You know what? You know who he sounds like? Trey fucking Burton. I mean, we already have one of those guys. So we're replacing him with. I mean, are we replaced? That's what I don't understand either. Are we getting rid of Burton, or are they going to play together? Are they just going to switch weeks because they're both going to be real groiny? Sorry, go ahead. Groiny? No, no. So to answer your question, so here's what Hot Hub Arkish had to say on the score, I believe, yesterday. He said that his anticipate or his prediction rather is that Jimmy Graham play is going to play the Y next to either tackle, which is hilarious because Jimmy Graham can't block. And then Trey Burton is going to play the U. So he sees them both playing out there at the same time. Um, to compare, so I do, this isn't really research. I just copied and pasted Adam John's article into a Word doc, or is it Microsoft Works? Rick Fieldsman. <laughs> That's a callback. Um, so last year, Graham, he made 38 catches for 447 yards with three touchdowns for the Packers, one of which was opening season against the Bears. And then, so the Bears, uh, the Bears tight end stats last year were 46 catches in total for 416 yards and two scores. That's not a compliment to Jimmy Graham by any no. stretch. That's just, that's just, uh, it's further embarrassment of where the Bears are in that position right now. Yeah. It is awful. And then Graham, he, so he signed, he has $9 million guaranteed. It's a two-year, $16 million deal. So really oh. it's a one-year, $9 million deal at the end of the day, right? I, I, yeah, I guess... I don't know. It's not great. It's not great. I'm not. I'm not excited about it. Don't get me wrong. What did um, uh, Austin? Don't call me Cooper Hooper. Sign with Cleveland. He went to Cleveland, right? He He signed. I think he had signed the biggest deal for a tight end. Like I, I don't think that doesn't make sense to me. Don't do that. Um, So his deal was in the same Adam Johns article. Thank God, because I didn't know that answer until a second ago. Uh, on average, Hooper is making ten point five million, but I don't know what is. I don't know what the guarantee was. I okay. the guarantee was huge. But I don't yeah, know. I, I think I so. Yeah. So I don't think that was worth it. And 
I don't just Jimmy Graham stinks. That's that's I got nothing else other than I think he fucking stinks. He's coming from the Packers, so he's got even that stink on him. I don't know. He just hasn't been he's he's the guy who was good a long time ago and he's just duping teams you know for however long that into thinking that he's that same guy and he's he's fucking not. He stinks. And so He's going to be, like I said, he's going to be captain fucking questionable every week. It's going to be just like Trey Burton. So it's funny. We're going to run both of those guys out, and we're going to we're just going to bring back Bradley Sowell. I mean, he's going to try out a quarterback, a quarterback. According, <laughs> yeah, yeah. according to our, our buddy from last episode. Love that guy. I mean, I, here, I, I'm going to keep saying it until Ryan Pace fucking hears it. Jalen Hurts and that Komet guy, first round, make it happen. If they're there, do it. Second, second round, those are our picks. Make it happen, and that will make me happy. If you can get a rookie, a good rookie tight end in there, in that mix, okay. Now, now we're now we're working with something. But as it currently sits, not impressed. So, if the Bears draft a tight end, which I also hope they do, and I do hope it's Komet from Rotterdam as well. Uh, that would mean that they would have 10 tight ends under contract on the roster, which would be absolutely amazing. Is that Jimmy, true? Yes, and that is true. So it's, I don't know if we want to bore the audience, but okay. how many okay. can you name? Well, hold, Let's go. Okay, okay. Let's go. So we got Jimmy Graham. Yep. We have Trey Burton. Yep. Uh, Adam Shaheen. Yep. Ben Broniker. Yep. Uh, J.P. Holtz. Is it J.P.? Uh, no, that doesn't even count him. He's he's a free agent, but he's expected okay. back, apparently. So that's a Bradley so, Bradley Sowell. No, not under contract. Fuck. All right, I, I think I still have at four. Um, There's two uh, that Horstead, you should... Horstead. Yep, yep, that's one. Ian Bunting. No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. How do we have more? We don't have more. No we do. way. Okay. We do. I give we up. Do. Okay. So Dax Raymond is still under contract oh, somehow. Okay. That's one. They signed a guy called Darian Clark to a future contract. Oh, don't yep. know okay. that guy. Okay. Okay. Yep. Er- Eric Sauber, who I think might have played last year a little bit, couldn't pick don't him up. Don't know who that is. Nope. And then um, Demetrius Harris, they signed at the even before free agency started, which is weird. How does that happen? He used yeah. to be on the Chiefs. Okay. So, okay. So, so it's ten, Holy including uh, oh, J.P. No. Holtz, who's that, not technically. Oh no! Does that mean we're not drafting a tight end? Oh god not. damn it! If Shaheen's on this fucking team in 2020, I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'm just going to be mad. I was going to make some real outlandish <laughs> comment, and <laughs> we don't. This is not a good time for any of that. So uh, I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to be really upset. So. That's fine. Can uh, I uh, make you feel maybe a little bit more happy? That's a yes. weird question. That's yes. a very weird question. Um, Robert Quinn. Can we talk about yes. Robert Quinn? Let's Outside do it. linebacker. Let's. So Bears decide to uh, cut ties with Leonard Floyd, former top 10 draft pick, which that sucks. That's a whole other subject. We can talk about that in a second. But let's just talk about Robert Quinn himself, okay? Thoughts. So he five-year, $70 million deal. That doesn't mean shit in the NFL. We know that. Um, but uh, so he had last year, he had 11 and a half sacks, 22 quarterback hits compared to Floyd, who had three sacks and 12 quarterback hits. 
Terrible. in 16 games. So what were your thoughts about this move by Mr. Ryan Pace? It came out of nowhere. <laughs> I just choked. I just choked on my hams. Uh, it seemed to come out of absolutely nowhere. I didn't see that in play at all. Did you? I mean, that, no. I, I mean, this is a, a major upgrade, and this defense got a lot more scary. I mean, he's he's real sexy coming off that edge opposite of Mac. And if Hicks is healthy, oh my God, what the fuck? So, I mean. I, actually, it was encouraging to see Pace be able to give up on Floyd because that was one of his early draft picks that he moved up to get. So for him to actually say, all right, I need to take a step back here and let my ego go and let this fucker walk because he stinks, but to have a major upgrade at that spot as well, kudos to, to Ryan Pace. I mean, that that seemed reasonable. That's not an insane amount of money, and if he's – gonna do what he's what he did in dallas fuck yeah let's do it i mean yeah all the more all the more reason to have big dick nick in there just a game manager i guess and not fucking kill us score a few touchdowns game manager that's not nice to say anymore right just get your dick right in the end zone baby (laughs) so i mean (laughs) I cannot wait to add so many interesting tags to this episode to try to capture <laughs> Nick Foles' attention. It's going to be so great. So, per, I, I don't know if you even know what this are. This are God, learn English, Bill. What this is? Do you know what sport radar is by any chance? It's not oh. PFF. Does it sound familiar? I don't I, know what is, it is. Is that the one that tracks uh, guaranteed, like the salary cap? No, uh, it's, numbers. It's, it, it's not. Uh, I, I it, it seems to me to be like another metric that ESPN. I don't know if ESPN uses this one or, or if Chris Collinsworth company does whatever. But what the point is, it's an advanced numbers metric. And per Sport Radar, he he being Robert Quinn produced a sack or a hit on a quarterback ten percent of his pass rush opportunities last year, which ranked number ten in the league. Uh, which is very exciting. I mean, that awesome. Honestly, I, yeah. How much better is that going to make Mac and right. to have that threat? And like you said, Hicks and our buddy Dan Durkin, who we make fun of sometimes. He he had a tweet the other day that said yesterday that said Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Roy Robertson, Harris, and Robert Quinn have fun with that on third downs opposing yeah. offensive linemen. It's true. I mean, it's true. <laughs> It's kind of weird that he put that out there like, yeah. who's your audience, Dan Jerk, and your former puncher for the Illini? I love it. Yeah, he's a very pro. He seems like a giant Bears fan, Dan Dirk, and that's I like I like Durkin. Are we out on him? I know. Did no, we make I fun him, of him? Okay. I, we, only, we, we made fun of him for, um, for being incredibly pro-Mitch when, during oh, the draft okay. and then pretending like he wasn't. So okay, we just called him out okay. for being a hypocrite. No big deal. Whatever. Got it. No big deal. Who isn't a yeah. hypocrite? Yeah, that's right. We, that's we do right. it every day of our fucking lives. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we. <laughs> I, I want to know more about that. <laughs> we should also um, maybe give Pace props for re-signing uh, Danny Trevathan as well. Yeah, I mean, I thank think you for I, I was, I, I was, I like uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, but and it, and I think that was a good deal for him as well, going to the Raiders. And he gets to start, right? I assume that's starter money. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good deal for him. It's a good deal for uh, Trevathan. I think they signed essentially the same deal, the two of them. 
So I'd much rather have Danny Trevathan. Holy shit. I mean, that guy's yes. he's like the fucking captain of the defense when he when he doesn't have his arm severed in half. So, you know, he's Kwiatkowski, Kwiatkowski. I, I don't have to say his name anymore after today. I don't yeah, think. This could be the last episode. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that guy. He was fun. He was fun while it lasted. But Danny Trevathan is way better, way better. So I, I'm super happy about that. I mean, this this defense and Roquan. I mean, this defense is going to be fucking scary again. And they're going to have to. They're going to fill. A, they got to get another corner uh, and another safety. But you can fill in those spots. And holy shit, that defense is going to be awesome. Yeah, I totally agree, and I'm yes, I was so excited when they when they resigned Trevathan. That surprised me actually, because I thought I thought Trevathan would push it in free agency a little bit, but yeah, um, I think we kind of speculated after he got hurt. Um, we thought it would be good for the Bears. No offense to Danny Trevathan, but we thought good and, and not not congratulations on your injury, <laughs> Danny, but it but was, like. Yeah. It, it was very advantageous to the Bears where he's not going to get yeah. his true market value. And and Kwiatkowski, I guess the good news, man, I just I felt real phlegmy there. Oh. Nick Kwiatkowski. Ha! Ha! Um, so he, by signing with the Raiders, that will likely be a, a comp pick for the Bears next offseason, oh, yeah, too. That's so, that's, so that's going to be that's going to be good. So we'll probably flip that pick for Andy Dalton in <laughs> 2021 offseason. Just, you know, jokes on us. <laughs> I love it. I uh, know. Good job. Good job, Ryan Pace. Uh, it's a Rian. Rian Pace. Rihanna Pace. What's, you know what? He should, he should rebrand himself, actually. Yeah. He should. Where a lot of assless chaps around Lake Forest. I think Rihanna does that. Um, what are your thoughts on all the uh, quarterback movement? Obviously, the big one being Brady going to Tampa Bay, and what you know, what, what do you think? That shocked the hell out of me. I mean, I thought, I thought certainly that there was a chance he was leaving New England, or they were going to force that. But if you had given me a list of all thirty-two teams, I think the Bucks might have been my last prediction of where Tom <laughs> yeah. Brady would want to go, like Tampa Bay for Giselle Bunchin living in. Yeah. No offense to Tampa. I don't remember if we have any Tampa listeners, but I think you, even you would understand that you live literally in an asshole. Um, <laughs> I spent a month there with Brother Dave. I feel like I can say it. Mons Venus, I think, is the name of one of your bars or strip clubs, question mark. It's, it is, and I said it's literally an asshole. That's, yeah. It's figurative. It's figurative. No, I was going to say, expand on that literally being an asshole it's it's yeah it's actually like trent dilfer just ex extends his cheeks when you cross the border and you enter him i'm sorry this just got weird <laughs> incredibly weird by the way uh mike mulligan called trent dilfer this morning he pronounced it trent dilfor and he was Ugh. like dilfor it's like it's dilfer god damn it mike mulligan what is wrong with you oh, uh, he was god. thinking about dildos yeah Oops. i Mine's Venus. Brady, I thought for sure was staying in New England, but I'm with you. If he was going somewhere, Chargers maybe would have been my first guess with the yeah. LA factor. Maybe the Bears, even. I mean, the Bears makes more sense than fucking Tampa Bay. Miami, he stay in division and stick it to Belichick. I don't know. Tampa Bay is very strange to me. Cause that's because they're not even the best team in that division. Like I don't know. No. I don't. 
I don't understand. I don't understand worse, it. In fact, yeah. I don't know if he has a connection with uh, the Kangol hat guy, uh, Arians. Arians. That's his name. There we go. Yeah. So I don't know. That's crazy. But where do you think? What do you think happens with Jameis at this point? He's almost stuck without a starting gig. I mean, the the Chargers today said that they're they really like Tyrod Taylor, which is weird. Oh, so if what? I was, yeah, I know. If I no, was, no, that's not true. That's gotta be bullshit i mean Jameis just had lasik so all of his turnover yeah. problems have to be solved right yeah you i know, mean the, are you a little I'm, disappointed that he's not yeah, a bear James? yeah 100 yeah. percent. i am very disappointed that he's not a bear but i i get it i you know he's so hit or miss yeah i yeah that's bullshit right tyrod taylor nobody comes out and says like he's our guy <laughs> so that's a negotiation ploy right to be like well we don't want you that bad so well i guess we'll take you for nothing right because he's he's under contract still right with tampa i don't even know Uh, um, i don't think so no he's a he's a unrestricted free agent okay he is all right he is a he's a seaman without a boat so do you i could see him going to to, uh new england and having belichick being like all right Let's get weird here. I'll turn James. I'll turn Jameis around. We'll win a bunch of games, and then I'll prove that I'm the best. Co- like I was the reason we won all those years. And Brady, and Brady's, Brady's washed up at this point. I mean, so he's. I don't know. I see that fizzling out pretty quickly. But Jameis in New England. I mean, I don't know. He just maybe needs a little direction and. I don't know. I love Jameis, so I'm not maybe not a good gauge for this, but I mean, New England would sign either it's you know or Newton. I don't I don't see Cam and Belichick really meshing. Cam with his goofy ass outfits and his the terrible way he text messages with weird letters. So not text messages, tweets, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't see that, but. I mean, Miami probably is another landing spot for those guys. It's true. Chargers and Del- has Dallas have they have they tagged Dak yet? Or are they still? I think they around? did. Okay. Or at least that was the the report was they were going to. Yeah, I probably should have looked that up. But well, that would be um, weird if they did. Like, yeah. Why would you not? I mean, they have to tag him or either or way, let him go. I mean, I guess that would be the other thing if they're off of him and. Cam Newton, I could see them signing Cam Newton in Dallas and letting Dad. Then where would Dak go? I don't know. This is awesome. This is a great yeah, off season for this. It is stuff. pretty sweet, no doubt about it. What do you think? So Jameis ends up in New England. What do you think he and Robert Kraft do, like off the field? Do you think how weird does that get? Oh, oh no, yeah. It's like. Aaron Hernandez level stuff they're doing the two of them combined that's not good not good at all I'd love to see it Jameis in a Patriots uniform oh man just throwing just terrible interceptions and having to walk past Belichick on the sideline oh football porn yeah give it to me so and, and that does bring up another quarterback to like Jacoby Brissett right he signed a didn't he sign a big deal yeah, with Indy? Yeah. Is he just going to be happy that 
Philip Rivers and his nine thousand kids are taking over his job, like because that could change. So there are there are a ton of moving parts still. Right, it's very interesting. Garoppolo too. I think that Forty ers could give him away if you throw an offer because that was the rumor, right? That Brady maybe would go there. That actually would have been awesome if somehow they just swapped and Garoppolo's back in New England. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't think about this. I saw this on Twitter today. The Rams being stuck with Jared Goff and Todd Gurley, who are, make up like almost 30% of their salary cap. That Holy sucks. shit. <laughs> that sucks. And what is Aaron Donald's got to be? Mm. Point. I mean, another, I mean, is that another half of their salary cap? I was going to say, it could be three points. I mean, yeah. they are fucked. They are absolutely, they went from like being the team to beat. Sean McVay is just flinging assistant coaches all over the league, and holy shit, that went downhill fast. But yeah, Dal- yeah, yeah, Dalton's, where's, like, there's still True. so many, so many of these fuckers still up in the air. It's, it's weird. But it is weird. Thank God we have our quarterbacks of the future and we don't have to worry about this. No, it is. If it's not Foles, that means Mitch did well or Foles got hurt again. If it's neither of those two, that means that Dan's boyfriend, Jalen Hurts, was drafted in the second round and took over the team. Yes. I think we'll see. We'll see what happens. Did you see Chase Daniel got signed by somebody else? I can't remember who. Yeah, but he's no longer Lions. With us. He went to the Lions. Oh wow! Yeah, they. It was probably after he beat him on Thanksgiving 2019 or no 2018 rather. Yep. Where they, uh, I don't know, maybe that won him over. That guy, I mean, he sold his soul to the devil. That fucking guy. He, he just keeps getting paid for not doing shit. Good for him. He's figured it out. So I'm I'm not mad about it. No, not at all. And you're not going to be mad, dear listener, about the next couple segments. Thank you for listening to Bears and NFL Free Agency Talk. We appreciate it. See you next segment. Bye-bye. That's the damn pamper. Before the door, Lord have mercy. Again, for following, for listening, all that good stuff. Uh, fan of the week, real quick before we jump into some gray balls, at Windy City War Room, you are our fan of the week. You 
asked us if we wanted Foles or Mitch, and I think we answered that question earlier. Thank you for following. I hope you're going to be a listener for life. Anyway, Dan, Gray Balls, Intermural Basketball, 35 and over in Naperville, Western suburbia of Chicago. We had a championship game, the biggest game anybody has ever played or witnessed in the history of basketball one week ago tonight. Give me your thoughts. What happened? How are you feeling to this day? We are world fucking champions. World champions. Yes! One of the, <laughs> one of the finest playoff performances this earth has ever seen. We won a combined like 70 points between our cha- in our championship. A plus 70? What was that what we call it? Yes. We, it was like never it was never in doubt. Never in doubt. So we we're the champs. We're the best. Uh the NBA shut down after that night probably because of us. So we are the NBA champs. We are the uh NCAA March Madness champs. That's what they call it, March Madness champs. We are we are the NFL Combine champs. That ended well before Gray Balls, but we're going to go ahead and take that one. We yes. are the IHSA state champions, single yes. A through quadruple A, men's and women's. We are the NHL Stanley Cup champions. We are the MLS champions, European League, rugby, cricket, lacrosse, arena league, XFL, forgot about XFL, that one was easy. You guys suck. We we murdered you. Uh there's got to be some esports shit too. We're champions of. I mean, I it could go on. Oh, the Masters. We're the Masters champions as well. Give us our green jackets, you fox. Uh but yeah, we're champions. I can't wait to hoist that banner inside of Peanuts. Uh we'll get to you in a second. You're on the hot seat. And uh, we'll get those championship rings at some point. But I'm feeling real good being a champion, rolling into quarantine time. Uh, feels real good. What are your thoughts, Bill? No, and we slid in in the nick of time because Thursday we played Wednesday. We hoisted that trophy. And on Thursday, I believe, all Naperville Park District facilities shut down. So I kind of feel partially responsible for that. Yeah. But um, – Sorry, not sorry. I mean, the we did not bring in uh, – like, I think we all had a picture in our mind of how it might have been. I, we kind of speculated the week before that, man, wouldn't it be great if, if we snuck in some hams and sprayed it on each other at yes. half quarter in the locker room? But we did not. We obeyed all of the local ordinances, and um, it was awesome. We won 57-49 to 49 over McBride's. They got off to a hot start. Um, it felt weird. We, we were not playing great, but, uh, like I would say the first five minutes or so, I think we were nervous. Tension was high. You know, we, we, there was a lot riding on it. World championship. We, <laughs> we had no idea that we'd be playing for the college world series title that <laughs> night, but, <laughs> but alas we were, but, um, I think behind Davey, no behavior, his steady hand, he, he got us on the, it was like, there was a lot of, uh, oh man. Almost made a big boo-boo there. Uh, Coach Cuse to Davey No Behavy. Uh, <laughs> they got it going. A lot of brotherly love 
Um, we took a lead, and we did not relinquish said lead all game. Is that accurate? Yeah, uh, that's true. We our strategy half, you know, the second half of the year was uh, tough defense and don't say shit to the refs and let people bitch to the refs and whoops calls don't go in your favor, guys. They get hit. They got hit with a technical, right? They got they hit with one. Yeah. A guy, so, I, he pretty much hit Coach Cuse in the face. I don't know yeah. that it was necessarily – to be honest, I was hamming it up with the crowd at the time, and then there was a lot of commotion behind me, and uh, I, I missed it. But it seemed like Coach Cuse was in the way of a, of a forearm shiver. Yeah. I We skipped the point, at, at, and it, we were talking about all the championships that we've won, that we were so confident we were going to win that you – and Coach Cuse, I get full credit. You purchased a trophy for us to bring to the gym. That's how confident we were that we were going to hoist that trophy <laughs> at the end of the game. I actually, there's a like a half of a percent of me that's disappointed that we didn't lose just to see <laughs> how sad it would have been you with your head down carrying that trophy out of the gym. <laughs> I'm glad we won. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. that would have been an awesome scene to see you just boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, out of that gym with that trophy yes. hanging low. So, uh, but thank you for that, by the way. Absolutely, no. That is that was very fun to try to figure out. Okay, how big of a trophy do I order? Should it be like? super minuscule where it's hilariously small or like just outrageously large so i went somewhere in between there's a lot of red white and blue there was um there's a couple of gold plated eagles on it for no reason again (laughs) another eagles reference don headley and um and then the the plaque on it i believe said great balls world basketball champions probably sponsored by hams is that accurate yes yep all accurate who yeah. and we didn't know it at the time. We literally were going to be world champions of all basketball. So I should have left it more vague. Actually, just world champions. Period. I mean, that's how I feel. So yeah. We also can't forget to mention that Rick Fieldsman. Oh God! Incredible. He, he sealed the deal. I mean, he was a yes. rebounding machine at the end. Like he closed it out for us. I mean, yeah. Rick. I love you. Yeah, I love <sighs> Oh, that was a ham's burp. That was for you, Rick. That <laughs> smells terrible, by the way. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike Cuse on the on the sidelines yelled out at some point during the game, grow back, no, not grow back another thumb or something, like something about his thumbs. It was so great. Like, that was one of your ten thumbs. It was awesome. I, I think it was 12 thumbs. He went, the, <laughs> he went the opposite way, like he was rubbing it in Rick's face. That's uh, great. Sorry, the, sorry, the, Rick. Have we talked about what the Fieldsman Shake is? No, let's talk about it. Uh, the Fieldsman Shake, much like, uh, well, I was imagining it like the, um, what, what was the, uh, what's the Hakeem Olajuwon one? The, uh, now the I can't Dream even, Shake, right? The Dream, is no, right? is that right? That doesn't sound right. That sounds but it was creepy. To the same thing, when Rick, Rick does, uh, like a, I don't know, he does some type of post move, or it looks like he's, you know it's going up. It, you know well in advance that he's putting that shot up. It's the Fieldsman <laughs> Shake, but we spun that into an actual drink that was like thumbs and cayenne pepper and and cum. 
let's just cut out the middleman and just yeah, yeah, let what the audience know. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's how focused our bench was during during the championship game, right there. That's what it was. That's incredible. So you mentioned that peanuts is in the hot seat. Care yeah. to explain why? Well, peanuts is a sponsor of Gray Balls and and this podcast. To be honest, we. We, they know we're coming every Wednesday night and they were well aware it was playoff season, right? I mean, I guess yeah. I'm not, yes. I'm not in direct contact with management there. We show up, there's two people there. So it's not like they're crowded. They have exactly zero hams. Yeah. Zero. I don't know how it'd be one thing if they're like, ah, we sold out tonight because everybody loves hams and it's Wednesday night and the NBA is shutting down. So everybody's drinking hams. No, there was nobody there. Right. They just, I, he, and he, and the manager blamed the delivery guy. Nope. Don't do that. Take responsibility for lack of hams. Apologize. That's all I want. I don't want anything else. Just an apology. I wanted hams. Personally. Oh, I wanted hams. You still have some in your trunk from uh, when we went up to Lambo. That would have been yep. fine. We've talked about that with them as well, about bringing those hams in with a corking fee. But that was disappointing. Peanuts, you may have to be – you may be downgraded back to walnuts. Yeah. What do you I think about that? We haven't discussed this, yeah. but. Mm. I think, yes. I think an official designation, demotion – you're walnuts now. You're walnuts. Stupid fucks. But you know what? You know how you can make it right, walnuts? This Saturday night, when we have our team party at Walnuts, don't mess this up. You better have a lot of hams when we show up on March 21st in the evening during this very normal time. If you're not, if you don't have hams or you're not open, you're not even walnuts anymore. You're just yeah. nuts. <laughs> we promise to have 10 or less people. We promise. Um, no, we don't. No, we definitely don't. God, that's so disappointing that we have to push back our awards night. It's going to be, oh, it's hard. It's hard for me to say. Um, I want to give a couple more shout outs to our uh, clutch championship performances Mims, Mims was unbelievable Mims. on the boards. He is he is such a quick. Uh, it's not a first step. That's weird, but like he gets to a rebound. He's not the biggest guy, but he rebounds so quickly. I don't even know how to describe it. You know what I'm talking he's about? He's quicker. Yeah, he's quicker than all of us. Yeah. My favorite Mims moment from the championship game is when you were in there, and the, it was it was the three of us. And two other guys. We could have played just the three of us because we're world champs. But we, the ball was sort of flinging around, and it fell into your hands at the three-point line. And Mims is pretty quiet overall, but to not do him. And this is the most stern I've ever heard him say to you. He just said, shoot it. And you hoisted it up, and it, it you drained it. It was beautiful. I mean, there yeah. was no one on earth that wouldn't have shot it after that encouragement and – it was the right move. You drained it. It was beautiful. You hit a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I will rise to the occasion on occasion. Uh, yeah. Mims did you say? Is, did you say rise? Maybe. 
Let it rise. What was it? Let it rise. And you can raise me up on eagle's wings. Another eagle's reference. <laughs> it's Nick Foles night, baby. That's why. That's why it's happening. Lots hand of hand up in the hotel california is that an eagle song that is, is right it okay is. it absolutely is nice job such a lonely house, such a lonely you can never check out i think that's it nailed it that sounds terrible um not you you sound great the lyrics sound terrible <laughs> Thank Let's you. clarify. Let's clarify it. Um, uh, another quick shout out to a championship performance. No, so we all did. Honestly, this was a true team performance. Everybody stepped up. That includes Black Lightning. I yes. feel weird saying it still to this day, but yep, we all that's do. The name on the jersey. You were awesome. You hit like a mid-range jumper that was huge. Um, huge. Trevor Doinks hit like two to three threes that were very timely. That yep. was awesome. Robert Ori, I'm sure, performed well. Nothing hits the top of my head at the moment in terms of like a moment that we needed, but yep. that's because we were playing championship ball. He uh, almost blew out his knee very last Ooh, play of the that's game. Right. That's that, right. uh, yeah, that was that was scary because he and I talked just before tip off about going the whole season without getting injured. We have one more game, and he almost did it as the final buzzer sounded. And I would have felt terrible. Yes. Th- yeah, that would have been horrible timing. Uh, Mike, we mentioned earlier, he put in some awesome minutes. He absolutely contributed, as did Scott. Scott the pilot. Scott Doinks the yes. pilot. He got into some awesome messes around the hoop with yes. with slippery balls. I think he almost caused a fight. It was great. Yep. Who am I missing? Yeah. Am I missing somebody? We already talked about... No behavy and Coach Cuse. Yep. Mike, like we, Mike. Uh, yeah, we talked about Mike. I think we're good. I think we covered it all. Yeah. Apologies if we forgot anybody, but I think we Boat, hit. Bo didn't game. make it. Yeah, Bo didn't make it. A couple others didn't make Sorry, it. Sorry, Bo. I know. Bo. God dang it. We're still waiting on that championship video, Bo and <laughs> Bo's family. I'm sure that's a hot priority when people aren't feeling well in your house. So I actually I have some breaking news that, that you don't even what? know about. I was. Uh, I just realized today I left my basketball shoes at the gym. Oh shit! Does that mean I reti- I'm retired now? <laughs> I don't like know how I stumbled on this. <laughs> I think wrestlers do that. They leave their shoes in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> they <laughs> do. Like last, they do. isn't that a thing? Oh shit! Uh, Who is the big the fat gym? guy? Uh, nah, not yet. Well, I'm sure they're busy. <laughs> I just realized it today. Like right now? No, no. It was. I realized it earlier. I'm like, where the fuck are my basketball shoes? It's like, God damn it. I think I left them in the gym. No, they're long gone. Frank or whatever his name is running the league. He's he's wearing those and nothing else uh, (laughs) while he's quarantined inside of his apartment in downtown Naperville. (laughs) He's got a lot of cats. I imagine he's a big cat guy. What are the intramurals going to pick up again? Um, that's a high priority for Fred, yeah. Frank, whatever his name is. So, a Fred. Is it Fred? I don't know. But, hey, uh, if anyone listening out there sees uh, some gray uh, hoops shoes, they're Nike. <laughs> that's all I could tell you. At uh, In Naperville, 
Uh, DM us, I guess. I was gonna say yeah, call DMs. me, but you don't you don't know me. That'd be weird. Um, but great. Um, quick thought that just came back to me from Walnuts: the guy and his girlfriend or whoever that came in. It was somebody's mm-hmm, birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and right. He wanted a party with gray balls. Yeah. Did he make an announcement on a microphone? Yeah, that's right. I don't know where he got the microphone. It was literally just us and him. But he had a microphone that was, I think, flicking on and off, so it was real unclear. But it was his birthday, Maybe. I think. Somebody's birthday. But he, he held the I, – I vaguely remember him holding the trophy. I don't know. Yes, good call. They were there. Yeah. It was his birthday. I remember that. Yeah. And he had a microphone. But I don't know what he was saying or what he was doing. Okay. Here's another pop quiz for you. Do you remember what Davey No Behavy, he gave a real heartfelt speech. Do you remember how he basically finished the speech? Setting picks and... It sounded like sucking dicks. It's not what he said, but we all were thinking it. It made no sense. I don't know what he actually said, because all I heard was setting picks and sucking dicks. I don't know. All right, Dave. I mean, good for you, but... So Seems great. like an odd time to bring that up, but uh, good luck with that, Dave. Ooh, quarantine times going to be real weird for him. Whoa, do not exchange fluids. But we'll um, see you on Friday for Dave Madness. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to see what kind of Bovada bets you have. Let's whiteboard them, Dave. It'll be amazing. So, Grey Balls, world champions of every possible winter and spring, hopefully not summer league. Um incredible like i i haven't been a champion in anything in a long time (laughs) like you could ask anybody who knows me and it feels great i'm still buzzing about it hey bill you're a champion of editing podcasts in my world so thank you i don't know why i said that that was weird (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) my thank you to you was weird too so (laughs) yeah yeah, that was that was weird um Thank you for listening, Gray Balls. I hate we're gonna put this segment in semi-retirement, but it's gonna come back in the fall, I'm sure. We are definitely gonna be lacing them up again for season two of Gray Balls. We have a title to defend. You got it. Let's do it. Love you, Gray Balls. See you next segment. Feels been shake. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. All right, here we go. Season two, episode three of Zero Stonks. We're going to do a little Big Ten minute here. This is going to be real hard for my buddy Bill. Uh, Do you want me to sing a little song for your Illini? Will you remember me? I will remember Underwood. There's that I.O. guy who was kind of good. And that other freshman who was also kind of good. That was fucking terrible. Uh, okay, so your line and I were 
eventually going to lose to the Gophers in the Big Ten tournament. So you really dodged a bullet there. But uh, no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, your line I got fucked this year. They were riding high. They would have got been real sexy in the tournament. Uh, as I've previously stated, I don't have beef with Illini hoops. That would have been fun. Uh, March Madness being canceled as a whole was a fucking bummer, but I know there were a lot of people like yourself who were extra sad, so uh, sorry, buddy, and uh, give me your feelings on your Illini. Thanks, buddy. Such a warm embrace from a gopher, a fellow Big Ten lover like you. I appreciate it. I know the world's going through a whole bunch of shit that is much more important than March Madness, but yeah, that that shocked the fuck out of me. I did not see that one coming. Um, I thought sports would prevail, of course, through all this shit, but obviously I did not do a lot of research of what was going on uh, prior to that. But um, yes, the Illini finished 21-10. and 10. Overall, 13-7 and seven in the Big Ten. They were number four in the Big Ten. They were going to get that double bye and play Friday against the winner of Iowa and Minnesota. Uh, I actually agree with Dan that they would have played the Gophers for sure. And Gophers might have beat them. That's, that's certainly possible. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Rick Pitino, you do not want to get in, in between him and a trophy. That's for sure. He's talking about his dad? Or? Yeah, right. Uh, no. Who got a job at Iona? Did you see that? Rick Pitino oh, Jr. Yeah. Senior? Yeah. That's He's going to be fucking in Italian restaurants all over Connecticut. I don't know where Iona's at. That I sounded right. I, I feel think like it's, it's New England. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good for fine. him. Yeah, good for him. I, the, I, uh, oh, I, feel, I feel like he's actually, I could see them, the Gophers, firing Rick Jr. and hiring Rick Sr., because he's big enough dick to be like, ah, so, sorry, son. You want the good news or bad news? Good news is I got another job. Bad news, it's yours. Get out of here. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love that. I would love Rick Pitino Sr. in the Big Ten. That would be How awesome be would that be? Oh, God, it would be. Sorry, That'd Gophers be. are hiring John Beeline. I'm calling it now. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, Sorry to interrupt your no, line. No, I you're talk. good. You are good. So, um... So they finished number 21 in the AP and the coaching poll. Who really gives a shit, but that's all we have. Uh, they would have been either a 5, 6, or 7 seed, probably, depending on how they did in the Big Ten tourney. It is going to be a mystery for life. My assumption is that they were going to win the Big Ten tourney, be a 5 seed, and if they survived that brutal 5-12 game, uh, they could have slid. I don't think they were going to be a Final Four but I do think they were good enough to get to the elite eight. Yeah, I feel like you have a thought on this. Do you have no, a that's it. No, that's fair. That's that sounds yeah. right. I think they were going to be a sexy tournament team. Yeah, it's always hard to say in the in the you know when that happens because it's like we're surrounded by so many Illini fans that are we buying the bullshit like are they legit oh, yeah. or not or yeah. is it real? But they seem like a frisky team. Uh, I was curious to see the big 10 as a whole because we thought they were awesome all year to see if they fit it felt like a year where we'd be like oh the big tens they could have four teams in the final four and then they all just fizzle out Im- immediately right. so right. uh wh- what are your thoughts do you think they should have still released a bracket i wanted it uh, initially i i get why it wasn't because obviously not all of the um automatic bids were um were out there but then i also feel like of the automatic bids that were left, 
I don't know how many. I don't know how much difference there would have been. Like, I think he would have pissed. David Hall was on a rant. Like, you cannot release any fake brackets. But I, I mean, as an Illini fan, I would have. Yeah. I know. I mean, why? That's weird. As an as an Illini fan, I really wanted to see it because, pure selfish reasons, there's not been a selection Sunday seeing Illinois' name in six years. I want to say so. Like, I feel like that would have been awesome for the seniors. And and I I mean I all might leave to play professional basketball after his second year and he he built this program back up he and Underwood so I feel horrible for them that they they didn't see it like but that's selfish and that's stupid what do you think I would have said yes um but yeah I get, why not I get why, it's why not, not? No. I mean I yeah. I guess I don't really care enough because my team sucks so um I don't I I. I find it more funny that people are upset that they didn't release a bracket. Who gives a shit? It didn't yeah, mean anything. It doesn't so, matter. Right. So I, I guess I lean more towards not releasing one just to watch the world burn and let people be fucking upset about it. It makes right. me laugh. Right. So, but, so you're like David Ha. I guess. I, I, but I'm not adamant about it. I'm not like, oh, you can't do that. You're going you're gonna to confuse us all. <laughs> So do you think they should <laughs> – so do you think – I guess knowing – I guess at the time it was interesting that they just canceled the tournament when most people said just push it back. Knowing what you know now a week later, do you think they should have postponed it? No, or they made they the made, right call. Okay. They did. They did. And it, it at the time I thought, ah, oh, why, why did they have to absolutely bounce it? Because I thought, you know, give yourself an option, like revisit right. it in a couple weeks. But – it appears clear, and when you think about it too, it's it's so much different than the pros, right? It's like these, you got to. So a lot of guys are graduating, a lot of guys are leaving early. You can't get in the way of that. Like the, if the True. tournament was in May, for an example, let's just assume that the world would be right by then. Right. Then, like some players would be, they would have already signed with an agent. They'd already be looking at the NBA. And that would have been a weird tournament anyway. If you're missing some of the best players, I would right. have been fine with it, but. It yeah. would not have made much sense. I don't know. There's no right or wrong, but they made the right call, I would say. I, I Actually, that's funny. I hadn't even thought of the NBA player aspect of it. I was more thinking of it from, like, we don't know when this shit's going to even end or when we're going to ha- be able to go back to normal life and just the logistical nightmare of figuring out venues and fans. And, you know, colleges are literally just – shutting down right now so what do those kids even do you know if you're like let's postpone it i could see these asshole coaches being like you have to stay on campus to practice um so it made sense to me to just put you know cancel it all together it's a bummer but is there anybody that's still on that their high horse about like oh you shouldn't have canceled it and just postponed it i feel like that died down really quickly yeah I would hope not. I mean, maybe, like, you know, as an Illinois fan, selfishly, of course, I would have loved it. But, like, but like Dayton fans, that was probably the best team Dayton ever yeah, had in life. Like, sucks. San Diego State, uh, Baylor, like, those are – Yeah. You know, they should – they probably feel worse than I do. And who gives a fuck why, how I feel? I mean, honestly, who cares? So, uh, like – no, I, I, I would be. It would be in very poor taste if somebody like to this day was like, 
oh, NCAA made a big mistake. You know, yeah. I mean, shut your fucking face if you're right. – no offense if any of our listeners feel that way. Like, I feel I feel the pain, but it's uh, it's it's very trivial, I would say, at this point. Yeah. It's uh, – jumping back to Satch, when we were at our post-party yeah. championship at uh, – at walnuts yeah I, it's fucking walnuts now it's walnuts yeah that's what we were finding about the nba being shut down and i was telling satch i was like they're gonna cancel the ncaa tournament and he was adamant he's like no fucking way they're not gonna they'll play maybe without fans but i'm like man if they're shutting down the nba it feels like that's the start of it it's all gonna be shut down and it's funny in a week how things have changed i mean yeah i there's no i don't think there's anybody that would argue like Oh, there should be NBA games right now. Or no, <laughs> it's everyone's like, stay the fuck home and let's yes. not be crazy about this. But that was literally like it was a week ago. It was a week ago. That feels like at least a month ago, if not right. longer. And because honestly, that night I would have sided a little bit more with Satch. Even I would have thought, no way. And see, there's too much money to be lost. Like why? Right. Like come on. But Rudy Gobert honestly was the tipping point, I think, for a lot of this stuff, and rightfully so in retrospect. Right. I think somebody, I don't know if it was somebody that, if it's a spokesman for the NCAA or not, but that, but even they said it. They, they said, like, once it came out that Rudy Gobert had coronavirus, it's like, no, like that. What are we doing? That yeah. was the, right, that, that was the end of it for, for them, too, because, I mean, odds are that would trickle to college basketball very easily. and right. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, no, there was the right call. I didn't 100% get it at the time. I would have. Right. I was expecting a pause, not a full cancellation. I totally understand it, even one week later. And um, But I'm still very heartbroken for the Illini. Uh, they did a – it's kind of stupid and it's cheesy. But um, Jeff uh, Goodman from – I think he works yep. for ESPN now used to be a CBS college basketball writer, I want to say. He asked for um, universities to send their one shining moment, like highlight reel for each of the teams that were like guaranteed <laughs> to make the tournament. And so Illinois was one of the first ones because they, they did a they yeah. really good video production portion of their uh, uh, marketing wing. And it was awesome. And I watched it. was two minutes. Got to be honest, got a little dusty at the end. It's totally yeah. pathetic, but it's like, ah, oh, God damn it. This sucks. I know everything else in the world is more important, but oh my god, damn it! I felt a little bit robbed for the kids. It's not about me. It's about the kids. Always about the kids. I was gonna make an unzipped pants joke, and then you said you got dusty, and now I guess now I'm doing the joke. So I'm glad you sits out there. We'll we'll just it's fine. It's we'll out just there. we'll just play right down the middle. Well, I'm sorry, Bill. That sucks. It, it it's sucks okay. it's, for yeah, uh, for the Illini. I do feel bad for the Illini fans because they were they were on a good roll. It, even fine. the Big Ten, t- even if they could have just done the Big Ten tournament and just ended it there, like that would have been fun to see where they ended up. But not uh, totally unnecessary. I mean, it's no, it is what it is. But yeah, well, because we were I, at Walnut. Remember, we were at Walnuts, and they're showing highlights of Fred Hoiberg on the on the sideline yeah. like keeling over almost like what the fuck is going on here yeah it yeah. was that was a weird night what a weird night all all weird you know it wasn't weird hoisting what? that trophy oh. up ab- above our heads above great our balls heads. world champs 
World Series champs as well. World Series of Poker champs as well. Ooh, good point. What did I miss? I, did I miss well, anything? The only thing that we missed uh, that we did not take full credit for from Gray Balls, because I'm going to give it to the Illini, they are the NCAA champions of 2020. Illinois, they no. are. Io Gray Balls. was going to hit a last-second shot over Bill Self's toupee. They were going to win. Our, oh, it's Bill Self, good point. Are they national? Are they the national champs now? I no. saw they were. They said they were the final poll number one. They're national champs, right? That would have been vacated. How so no <laughs> chance. <laughs> how awesome would it be if they raised a banner next season? That'd be ballsy. I'd, I'd respect it actually. Respect yeah. it. That'd be like a UCF move. Just claiming your be. world, world, world champs, national champs. That's it. Yeah. Of the world. Who cares? We're world yeah, champs. I, we could it's say that now because we're world champs. We are. We've got the rings to prove it, or we will once Walnuts opens again yeah. for awards night. Ugh. Yep. Saturday night. Don't let us down, <laughs> Walnuts. I'll be there, 7 p.m. <laughs> Your doors better be open. I uh, love it. See you next segment to wrap up episode three of season two. Go Illini. Underwood, remember me. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Zero dykes! Zero dykes! Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Welcome back, Zero Doinks, Episode 3, Season 2, one of the weirdest times in our history. Our history, meaning Dan Doinks and mine. We're not that old. We're almost 40. Yeah, fuck you, Father Time. You've got nothing on us. Welcome to Hams and Bread, the greatest news segment. It's about gambling. It's about gambling on sports. A lot of sports to gamble on right now, I think. Dan Give me your thoughts on anything. All right. Yeah, I love it. There's so much gambling right now. So much, so much, so much. I've enjoyed watching people on uh, Twitter who've been gambling on just random shit like simulated NBA 2K games. They've been gambling on that. My favorite one, though, are there's apparently a trend of marble racing. Have you seen this? Marble, no. Marble Explain. racing. It's like, uh, God, how do I describe it? There's like a track. Okay. I don't know where it would be. It's probably in someone's basement where they rape and murder people. But they have like <laughs> uh, just a bunch of marbles piled up and they pull up the door and the marbles race and you're betting on which color marble will finish first. And I don't even, ca- I, I don't know how any of it works. I don't know how you gamble on it. But my favorite part is it apparently is called Marble U1 Racing, like Formula One Racing. I can't say it right now because I've had way too many hams. The hams (laughs) are hitting. The hams are hitting, boys. Marble U1. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, I love it. Uh, so <laughs> are they are there different colors like do, are they painted yeah. marbles or is there like a number on the mar- i'm not a big no, NASCAR they're, guy. They're okay. not a big marble guy <laughs> mar- marble you want 
I could see it and enjoy it, but I can't say it apparently. I don't think I've ever said it out loud. Uh, yeah, there's different colors and there's a shitload of them, but I've seen people. I think there's a website dedicated to it. I don't know what the strategy is, is there, but um, yeah, you, you 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 bet on fucking marbles going down someone's rapey, murdery basement. And this is this is awesome. It is uh does John Wayne Gacy have anything to do with it or no? We don't know. It's hard to say. I think he's dead. He's <laughs> super dead. Yeah, okay, he's good. very much dead. Okay. Good for yeah, burn in hell. John Wayne Gacy, you fat fuck. <laughs> Are you you're mad at him because he's fat? Is that, well is that what fires no, you? No, I mean him? No, no. I mean, I'm a fat guy. I wouldn't be mad at him about that. I'm mad because he's a fucking serial killer. And he also maybe did Marbula One Racing. But He probably did. Uh, local so, guy. Local guy. Probably a big Bears guy. fan. Big Bears guy. Uh, God damn it. No, he's a clown. He was legit. He's the clown guy, right? He's the clown guy. Yeah. He's the clown guy. I Jesus think, Christ! I think what it a creep. is basically ba- it's not based on him. It's not like historical fiction by Stephen King, but I do think he was Stephen King was that creeped out by John Wayne Gacy that clowns. Are you for real? Creepy. Yeah, it's not based on him. Don't get me wrong. It's, but that gave him the idea for it. I uh, don't don't put money on this on Marlboro One. Well, we got nothing money. else to bet on, yeah, Bill. So I'm putting fucking true. money on it. You that's give true. me big, the inside I'm, scoop here, I know, baby. I'm a big Stephen King guy, so I, I should know more about this. Um, uh, e okay, I have not logged on to like uh, the Action app in a while. Is there anything actually to bet on sports wise besides esports and like? Are no, there any I don't sports think so. going on in the fucking world right now? Cricket? Is there cricket? We don't know. Um, it's hard no, to say. No, there, there's literally nothing going on. I, there might be soccer. Maybe. I feel like there was um, soccer somewhere still happening, but like, no, there can't be, be. Like Antarctica? Like, honestly, where would it even be happening? I have great, no idea. Great this timing is, for uh Yeah, for, uh, our new rivers. segment. Oh, well, I was yeah. gonna say our new <laughs> segment. Yeah, yeah. Good timing. Yeah. Thank God we waited forever to get fucking gambling up and running, just for it to be shut down in you know a matter of a week. Was it even a week? I don't even no, know. Not even. I think like yeah, rivers open on uh. on Monday. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> the weakest burp ever. <laughs> Wait. So what happens to like if you have a futures? bet on like mm. baseball does that get wiped out now or no i think is baseball it... survives still but i do think um for some reason i decided to refollow joe o 670 uh, yeah i kind of have immediate regrets about it but i did want to get some gambling info from him about the weirdness <laughs> about the weirdness and he was bitching about off-site sites um not necessarily giving money back for futures for um uh ncaa and really uh, yeah like or Weird. having a huge delay or whatever oh. um i think vegas has been really good about it like it, uh, for some reason and i think rick fieldsman loves the show but i chimed into um defalco and uh what uh, yurko Car- carmen yeah carmen and yeah carmen and whatever wait and is carmen is he DeFalco? He's a big gambling guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a big Yurko? gambling guy. Yurko? Wait, Carmen, yeah. Yurko, and... 
That's John it. Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I'd listen to that show all day. That, <laughs> that'd be incredible. That'd be absolutely incredible. Getting John Wayne Gacy's take on, on like his 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 hit of the week. That'd be incredible. Hey, John, what do you think about the Bears side of getting Nick Foles? Give us your hot clown take. Be, I'm not even going to do an impression. I was I was thinking about it. Um, that would be incredible. No, no, yeah, Carmen DeFalco has a gambling show with Mike North. Are you aware of this? I, I, yes, yep, yep. I, mean, I don't listen I, to it. I, no, I can't believe I mean, Mike North is still with us. I know. It's true. Well, he might not be any. Check back in a week. Um, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> but anyway <laughs> it was a very dark segment it was <laughs> yeah yeah it has been um but and anywho uh carmen i don't even know what i was talking <laughs> when was, are we what was are i gonna talking t- about what go all on. right bill i got a question for you okay good what's your favorite type of bread this is Hams and bread, right? What's your favorite like, type of bread? I like a good a pretzel bread, but I but I don't Ooh. like a lot in between it. Like I'm a very plain eater, as as we've discussed yeah, on the show. Yeah. If you just give me cheese in between, you can get, you uh-huh. can put a hot salam or pepperoni. I'm not Italian, uh, and and that's about it. Do not put ham. You can put hams, but do not put actual ham. Uh, turkey smells like feet. I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> How about you? What's your favorite kind of bread and or sandwich? <laughs> I'm a big baguette fan. I I'm a good tell. wheat baguette fan. Just give me all that yeast. I still don't, Bill, I don't understand this segment still. It's a gambling segment. Yeah. We're well, making bread. We're making bread. Getting bread. I yeah, still don't know what bread, it is. Putting bread in our wallet. Oh, um, we we picked a great time to start this segment when there's actually literally no gambling going on except for mar- uh, marble you won racing. <laughs> it's it's true. You try yeah. to say, can you try to say it for me? Marble madness. Wasn't that a game <laughs> for Nintendo? Wasn't that Marble Madness? No, Is Dave Madness. Familiar? That's happening on Friday. Dave Madness. Oh, that's true. I cannot wait. Oh God, he's gonna hit one of his friends is gonna show up with so many edibles. We're all high. Oh my God! Do I walk home? I don't know where I live. Um, John Wayne Gacy's gonna kill me. <laughs> Hams and bread. Um, yeah, no, my timing was bad. I thought it was great. Week one was great. Uh, well, I can't. The timing felt great. Anywho. What are we talking next? about? I don't know. Uh, see you next segment to close this out? Okay. Sounds good. See you next segment. Yeast infection. Doinks. 
23 again. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, we love you. Uh, all right, real weird. A uh, couple of weeks here. Going to be real weird coming up. But uh, everyone, stay inside. Stay fucking safe. We're cracking some coronavirus jokes. Uh, now, hopefully not too bad. It's It's serious. I'm freaked the fuck out. Uh, I'm sure everyone else is, but, uh, yeah, let's wrap this shit up, Bill. Yeah. No, and we're here, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know exactly where we are. We're in Chicagoland. Uh, We are on somewhat of a quarantine. Most people are not going into work. Most people are working remotely. I feel like that's going to intensify, Uh, but we also are well aware that um, some of you that are listening – are like a week or a few days ahead of us and uh we are trying not to joke about all this stuff so we um you know we're just trying to make sense of the weirdest fucking thing that's going on around us i wanted to give huge props to those that are on the front lines of this crisis so the educators that are out there um people that are trying to earn an hourly wage who just got hit with a fucking buzzsaw and can't make any money because nothing's open um, to parents who are learning very quickly how hard it is to be a teacher and are trying to trying their best to homeschool their children without committing murder, hashtag John Wayne Gacy. Um, and I <laughs> sorry, and I want to I want to give a, a big hams cheer to those that earn a, a very uh, a sensitive group like the, the the older folks in particular that are prone to catching this crazy ass virus that you guys have to hide patiently uh, as well as most of the rest of us, right, for an undetermined amount of time while this shit subsides, while the risk narrows and the curve flattens. Like, these are such weird-ass times. Um, I also want to give props to, and I, I rarely, you know, uh, we, where we do see me after class, right, I, I just make fun of journalists. I want to give props to John Greenberg from The Athletic, whose article in The Athletic shamed uh, Jerry Reinsdorf and Rocky Wirtz into paying your, their United Center workers for the lost wages for the remainder of the canceled regular season games. I'm not sure that would have happened without uh, Greenberg's article. Like, it happened the same day. I don't think that was a coincidence that, like, four hours later, all of a sudden there was a, a joint press release from Reinsdorf and Wirtz saying, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're throwing $5 million into the coffers for these guys. So thank you, John Greenberg. That was a great article. He took some shit in the remarks for it, which I thought was fucking stupid. Like, people, get your heads out of your asses. There's a lot of people that earn an hourly wage. Most people do, actually, I feel like, or, or are not, you know, most people are not one percenters. So fuck you, people that have a problem was it with the, that. Uh, was it the uh, Bradley Sowell should play quarterback guy? <laughs> no, that guy. That guy, I feel like, would be uh, uh, on the right side of this argument. Like, yeah. nobody, in my opinion, should be, should be shitty about – people that want to give money to people that need it right now anybody that feels that way honestly look at yourself in the mirror and go fuck yourself seriously so there there are none of those listeners that we have and if you are a listener that feels that way shut us off but i just all i want you to do is enjoy a hams enjoy the doinks that's part of the reason that we're trying to do this and try to have as good a time as possible under the weirdest circumstances that i feel like any of us alive today uh have ever had at least you know at least on this side of the ocean i can't speak for europeans i had to go through a lot of weird shit too uh back in the day with wars and shit this feels like i I know nothing about war but this feels like 
that weird thing. You have no control over anything, and it sucks, and I hate it, and I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to feel. What do you think, Dan? I mean, I, I'm, I'm rambling. I just feel so fucking weird right now. No, I'm with you. I have, uh, I have a good friend who's an ER doctor in uh, central Illinois, Ben Doinks. He's a Cowboys fan, so he's a real uh, dick in that regard, but... I, you know, he's, I've been harassing him for updates and, you know, he's, he's one of the people who's right on the front lines of, they know it's coming. They're going to have to deal with this shit and major props to those people who know they're going to be sick and put their own families, uh, in, you know, in danger potentially with this bullshit virus. Um, yeah. So I've, you know, I complain about, having to stay in my own fucking house with with my three kids and um you know my family and it's it yeah it's annoying but i don't have to actually venture out to treat sick people and we have numerous friends who are nurses who are going to have to deal and it's that's the crazy part is you know it's coming you know like that might be the worst part at this point is the anticipation of it for you know chicago and in other major cities here that it's going to get a lot worse before it's going to get better. But I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was an awkward pause. Um, but yeah, and, and I've been, uh, sort of in charge of being the in-home, uh, teacher this week and holy shit, that's nearly impossible. You know, we've been, we've been slapped with a bunch of, of curriculum that we have to teach these kids and it's nearly impossible to do an actual job and teach these kids and i don't know about your kids bill but mine have been pretty fucking phenomenal so far dealing with all this it's very confusing for us can you imagine what it's like for them and they've been they've been awesome we actually we had to cancel our spring break trip which we were leaving a week from tomorrow and we were super. Wor- I was so worried that they were gonna freak out about it that I bought them a Nintendo Switch, and we've had it for like the last four, you know, three or four days. And they've been. We broke the news to them today, and they were just like, "All right, it is what it is." You know, I, they took it way better than I expected, but <clears throat> the shit's uh, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I'm glad. I'm happy to do this because for me, it gives me an outlet to talk about something else. For a little bit even though we're talking about it right now um but yeah along the same lines you're talking about we you know i'm bitching about having to teach my kids uh fucking math in the morning and uh fractions and yeah i don't even know how to break down fractions anymore i just ask google or i you know that's <laughs> that's all there is to it but there's um I have a, my sister-in-law is in an, is uh, a principal at a school in an area that is kind of an impoverished area and they don't, you know, they don't really care about teaching these kids and giving curriculum and having like my kids have fucking iPads from the school which is ridiculous. But she's in an area where iPads like that's a joke. You come and pick up your kids schoolwork if you want. But the biggest concern, she's driving around in a bus, dropping off meals for these kids that they were going to have at school. So, like, there's a lot of, like, hidden stuff behind the scenes like that that go unnoticed. And that's that's a scary part for me is 
some of the people who get lost in the shuffle. And holy shit, this this got real serious. This episode, we were just talking about John Wayne Gacy and uh, <laughs> cracking jokes about it. But yeah, scary shit. I, I know you you mentioned we got a lot of people who are listening in in Was- the state of Washington, and they're they're going through a whole another level of shit that we that hasn't begun here yet. So. Um, I don't know. We hope these terrible jokes uh, brighten up your day a little bit while you're stuck inside your house. Yep, that's the in- that's the intent of the show, and why Dan and I wanted to get on sooner than later. Uh, we were just waiting for quarterback news to break, so we had something concrete, honestly, to uh, to break up the real mediocre jokes that Dan and I are going to throw at you. Um, but yeah, but in all seriousness, uh, you know, I. It's not a political thing, and I I, I I I got pissed at the at the comments in Greenberg's article. I did not make I did not mean to suggest any political motive behind it, but I just get I get so fucking pissed when people are insensitive to people that are already losing their jobs totally out of their hands, right? And and somebody if anybody suggests that it's a bad thing that these people get money from whether it's a government or whoever, or whether it's a CEO of a company, uh, like those are the people that are struggling. Those are the people that count on like, like waiters and waitresses, right? They, it's not their fault that they're, that the shit's happening. Like, you know what I mean? Right. There's so much stuff that is out of people's control that it's not necessarily economic. It's just logistical that is going to cost a lot of people. It's going to cause a lot of people, a lot of hardship. That's the part that drives me nuts. The, the economic impact this is going to have, much less like the psychological impact that it has on all of us. And yeah, I, you know, I, I've had it easy. I, I, I've still gone to work. I have had the ability to go to work every day. My wife's had to be an, um, uh, like a, a, a stay at home teacher that she never signed up for that for an eight year old daughter and a, a four year old son that, that have been incredible during this. Not that, not that my son knows what the hell is going on, but definitely my daughter, has a vibe certainly about what's going on and um so that just gives me extra respect not only for my wife but for um for the teachers that have to have a room filled with 20 plus crazy ass kids i don't know how the, i don't know how teachers no. keep the attention of these children that long i can barely keep my daughter's attention <laughs> for like more than 36 seconds Although tonight, yeah, yeah, I think they're dr- I think they're drugging them. There's no other way. <laughs> I think there's, there's drugs involved. There's got to be a way. Let me share just a real quick story that I loved, um, or an experience that I loved from tonight. Uh, so, um, uh, my my daughter, uh, I I get home from work. My daughter says, "Dad, I got to show you something." And again, she's eight, and we go to this room that we can see the house behind us we can kind of see through the trees that being that it's you know winterish springish not leaves on the trees and all that and um your neighbors are fucking (laughs) i know i was real nervous like what are we looking at (laughs) and so and and so you can see through uh one of their windows this sounds weird but it's it's going somewhere good and you can see their wall and on their wall is uh the bears logo the c yes yep and and my daughter says Dad, that is look. They're winners. That house <laughs> is full of winners. And I said, "Yes." I said, "You are right, daughter, whose name I'm not going to name right now." 
You are absolutely <laughs> correct. And th- and then she said to me, she said, Dad, but there's but they're also if you're not a Bears fan, you're not a loser. And I said, you know what? Well, you're. Yeah. I know. I wanted to say you're wrong, but I but I said I said no. You you're you're absolutely right. But Bears fans and the Bears are extra winners. And then she gave me a high five. I think we're yes. still allowed to give high fives to our kids. And uh, and then we came back. We we went downstairs and we saw my wife, who's a Packers fan. And my wife said, Ugh. "What were you guys talking about?" And uh, and and my daughter said, "Nothing." And it, absolutely nothing and then we business. looked at each other and we're like yes we shared a moment and uh so to me nice great yeah that that was a very warm moment and i wanted to tell her that hey we just traded for big dick nick but that would have been inappropriate for an eight-year-old to hear but yeah anywho uh that was a bright spot for me today i made a few uh big dick nick's gonna cure this virus with his big giant cock jokes today so I hope that's not insensitive. We gotta laugh a little bit about it, right? I mean, you have to. You, you have, have to. to, or you're gonna go fucking. I'm going crazy. I'm yeah. back on the sauce. I've had many hams tonight, and that's a common thing since I've been stuck in the house. But uh, I'm. What do we got? What do we got? At least another month of this shit. What? I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not <laughs> sure how long we're gonna have to be. You know quarantine but uh, yeah like i think you suggested earlier it's you know it's gonna get worse before it gets better it's just a matter of how um uh, how quickly we get out of that worst part right so yeah like you said you know people don't you know don't be heroes don't be dicks uh avoid people who are most susceptible to this right if you're young i think that's hopefully been the lesson learned the past 10 days or so uh, and I'll be, yeah, I'm the first to say it. I took this lightly. I didn't realize how seriously, how serious it was until very recently. But that's, that was a total ignorance, uh, total, that was totally my ignorance. I, I should have known better. And I, I know I'm not alone in that, uh, but I'm not ashamed to admit that I thought this was not a huge deal not that long ago. Right. So, same, yeah. same. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, just imagine though. I just keep picturing uh, we're going to be in September. Bears kick off at Soldier Field. We're going to be out of the out of the woods. It's going to be a beautiful thing. On our way to sixteen and zero. On our way to Tampa, winning a Super Bowl in the asshole of America. What'd you call it? L- a literal asshole. The literal asshole. <laughs> the literal asshole. We're going to win a Super Bowl literally in an asshole with a giant boat. Right beyond yes, the south yes. end zone. I don't know if that's accurate, but that feels right. Uh, also, the site of the uh, Gophers Outback Bowl win. So, mm. oh, good vibes. Ooh, this is a big, big run for me. Ho, ho, ho. So, fuck you, and coronavirus. <laughs> we're, we're, fuck you, baby. We're going to get through this shit. Hopefully, everyone's all right. Minimal, yeah. minimal action. I don't know what that means, but we're going to get a few Bears chuckles out of it. Don't leave your house. Stay inside. Play some video games. Jerk off, whatever everyone does. Play with your marbles. (laughs) Play with your bet on marble you won. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, let's let's, uh, – yeah, we could do it. We could do it, right, Bill? 
we can do it. We can do it. Hopefully, um, I mean, that was a pep talk that, you know, I'd run th- through a wall for you right now. <laughs> Dan Doinks, that was great. That was great. That was wonderful. We're, um, we're world champs. You know what else we can beat? We can beat fucking coronavirus, too. We can. We're going to beat the shit out of this weird-ass invisible disease. Fuck you, coronavirus. Just fuck you. We're gonna eat look my ass, coronavirus. <laughs> Just eat my ass, you motherfucker. I think I think we got to leave it on that note. I yep. mean that that is perfect, Dan. It's been a pleasure. Um, can't wait to do the next one of this soon. I feel like we will to wrap up free agency going into the draft, which will not be in Vegas anymore, which is very very sad. But you know what? It's okay. It's for the best. Yep. Yep. It's been fun. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Eat my ass, coronavirus. Eat Dan's ass, coronavirus. See you next episode. We love you, too, listeners. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Zero doinks. 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 Did I get it? <laughs>